What's up, you guys? Hey, man, episode number 16, the Chazway podcast. I'm so excited that you guys are here to watch or to listen. So first, right off the bat, a little bit of housekeeping. If you liked last week's episode, please let me know in the comments wherever you find this. Um, but also just remember, you can find this on Spotify. You can find it on iTunes. You can also find them on iTunes. Um, and the last couple of episodes have been short and sweet. And really over the last few weeks, just doing a lot of thinking of where I can bring the most value and where I feel like the most natural way to grow is. And I, and to bring value to you guys, I feel like it is because I'm a relationship guy. I feel like it's connecting with my friends and allowing those conversations to come to you guys. So I hope that that uh, resonates with you. I hope you find value in that. And so here we are today, episode number 16. I'm going to tell you the title in a minute, um, but, but Again, last housekeeping thing, if you will just make sure that you share, like, subscribe, comment, if you want to take a screenshot, you guys, and if you want to post that social media anywhere you want on socials, uh, there is a cash prize giveaway. Uh, I'm not bribing you. I'm, in, I'm encouraging you. <laughs> and so uh, just know that um, I would love that. And the whole idea is just to help share, you know, the, the whole idea of the, of the Chazway brand really is truly for people to understand they can take extraordinary or make an ordinary life all the way to an extraordinary life. And the way that you're going to do that is really understand that you have value, you have worth, and that you can truly do anything that you want. Um, and so having said that, here we are. We landed episode number 16. And um, the title of this one, before I introduce to you, my friend, the title is This Stall's Open. <laughs> you're like, what the heck do you mean? Well, you will, you will soon find out as you hear the story kind of about really how my relationship with my friend here, Joe, uh, got started. But Quickly introduce yourself, man. This guy's this is like one of my truly best friends in the world. We've known each other for, I guess, about four and a half, four, four and a half years, probably. Um, really cool how we met. We'll get into that. Uh, but I asked Joe to come on because he's a sincere, authentic, really, really, really good human being that I'm proud to call my friend. And those are the kind of people that I want to uh, share the screen or share your speakers uh, with. So Joe, uh, why don't you kind of just say hello and, and tell us a little bit about, about who you are. Hello, everybody. Man, first off, that hits my heart, Chaz. Thank you. Uh, I love you, brother. Grateful to be here. Joe Cortez, the fourth here um, out of Texas. I've been in Texas my entire life. I've traveled all over the world. Um, but man, just super grateful to be in this space uh, to have some good conversation and really just, I guess, talk about life and uh, share some good stories over the next next bit um one thing i'm passionate about doing is just living a good life to be the example for others and i love how you spoke of taking an ordinary life to extraordinary one of one of my favorite hashtags is all over my socialist you can because you can do anything you set your mind to so i think we'll be talking a whole lot about that tonight uh, i believe right Chaz? oh dude 100 percent for sure and as i started to talk about just my kind of so my three values that like I've had the Chazway brand for a few years and it was only a couple months ago that I was like, okay, what do you, what, what, what is that? I didn't really know. In fact, I probably, I had to evolve into the brand if I'm being honest, um, but it's the three things. So for me, it's, 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 first of all, people knowing they're worthy. Secondly, knowing that I'm here right by their side for whatever that looks like, uh, whether it's to lose weight, gain weight, gain muscle, gain income, whatever, just be a friend, just be a shoulder to cry on, somebody to lock arms with. And then the third thing is, again, from ordinary to extraordinary. And as I started to kind of rattle that off, I thought of your hashtag that you can, because I think that there's so much value in that. So let's, dude, let's dive right into that. And then we'll go all over the place because that's what we do. We are, we're like, literally, we are all over Joe and I, and this is like a regular basis. So the conversation we're going to have here with you guys is 
how all of our conversations go. In fact, I was telling Anna, see, here we go. I'm all, I was like, hey, so I was talking to Joe earlier and I started to tell him the story about Clint Black. And then I spent 25 minutes talking about a Trace Atkins story that had nothing to do with Trace Atkins or Clint Black. And she's like, well, what happened? I was like, I forgot to tell him the whole Clint Black point. Like, that's just me, you know, but, but whatever. So, so tell hey. me. At least we didn't get into Garth Brooks, so then would have gone completely somewhere else. You know, it would have been all <laughs> over the place. That's like that's my dude. Um, so this was kind of off the cuff, but talk about you can. Where did where did that? I watched you. I watched that become a really real hashtag for you. I watched it really become something that was important in your life. And not only have you kind of used that as a, as part of who Joe Cortez the Fourth is, but you also you really spread that message to others. So where does that stem from? For sure, man. Well, um, if I'm going to be real here, hashtag you can scares the shit out of me because if I'm going to stand for that, I got to live that way. So it really, first off, holds me accountable to live that way that I have to be fearless and I have to have that belief that I can do anything I set my mind to. As long as I'm super clear on what that is, I can do it all. And I think that's the biggest thing is that clarity. Um, but where it came from, Man, if I rewind back, it's probably a solid decade ago, um, you know, before the entrepreneurship business I'm in now of helping people, um, I was actually very selfish doing music to do uh, music to be famous for myself. <laughs> so, and, uh, that, and honestly, that landed me where I was. That's why I landed on my face several times, I believe, doing music that way because I wasn't in the right space. But um, towards, towards the end of my career, I got in the space where I needed to bring in more income than what that gig was, was giving me to support my son Atticus at the time. So I got really, really vulnerable and really, really desperate and was just doing anything possible. And I don't, I didn't love teaching drums at the time, but this lady who's a massive impactor in this area of Texas I live in, um, and I didn't know this time, she, she messaged me on social media asking if I would give her son drum, drum lessons. And um, she said she would give any price, could meet me anytime. I was like, ching, here we go. This is going to cover my, my lifestyle. Um, and, you know, I was fair. I didn't overcharge her, but she did pay very, very well. And little did I know she was going to become a huge mentor and inspiration to me. And um, as I began becoming very fond of her son, uh, Kyler, and we progressed and we started taking on drums, and I enjoyed the return of him growing. I became really good friends with his mom as well. Her name is Don Thompson. And Don Thompson has a hashtag, and her, her, uh, her mantra is, you are enough. And um, which is spread all over the world. She's worked with several uh, mega leaders, um, not to name drop, like Tony Robbins, uh, Sean Stevens, people like that who she's worked with. And um, so I knew she was a big deal. I knew she was a big impactor. And I remember one of the last lessons I gave Kyler, um, she asked me a question. Now, I was still kind of in a desperate mode. I was already in the business I was doing now. But I was like, what do I need to do the next thing? Like, you, you preach greatness to people. And she's like, well, what's the difference between you and anyone else? So she's like, who's your favorite like artist of all musicians? Like, well, right now, and you're Justin Timberlake. He's on top of the world. He's got the best band. He's got the best album. He's, you know, in movies. I, I look up to him. I, I wish I had his work ethic, his, his skill, and his talent. She's like, well, what's the difference between you and him? I was like, he's Justin Timberlake. He's like, yeah, that's it. You're you. You see, he's just, he decided to be him. He decided he can, he can do whatever he wants. He's enough. And just like you, you're enough. And I was like, dang. And that, that was when that light bulb clicked of, it's like, man, I, I need, I can do anything. The only difference is my decisions. And at that moment, I remember seeing her hashtag of you're enough everywhere. And I was like, you can, that's mine. And that was it. That was like my self-branding moment, which I mean, you can is everyone's. It's not sure. mine, but that was that light bulb that triggered you can for me. 
And once again, that was, it wasn't 10 years ago. I started working with Kyle there 10 years ago, but the last lesson that when this moment happens um, was probably about five years ago. And that's when I started branding everything you can. And what was really nice about you can is that it gave me a very, very nice period to every time I spoke and um, shared something at different conferences, at different meetings, at different uh, webinars and, and podcasts like this. I always had a period of whatever you want to do, you can. So that's, that's where that came from, man. Dude, I love it. I love it. I did not know the back, the backstory on that. That's super cool. So let's, let's go back to how we know each other. I, um, we both come from the network marketing space. We were actually in the same company together. Uh, same one that you're still a part of, which is awesome. And, uh, we were at an event in Dallas, Texas. I'm pretty sure that's where we were. It was. Okay. So we're in Dallas, Texas and, um, in Gaylord. Gaylord Event Center. I was talking about that place just tonight to a lady that was saying she'd been to the Gaylord in uh, Nashville. And I said, well, we went to the Gaylord Texan several times. That's a phenomenal facility. Anyways, random. Uh, and so it gives me chills literally as I started to say what I'm about to say. In, our, in the industry, so prior to network marketing, prior to entrepreneurship, I've always known that I was going to do something more than an average day-to-day eight-to-five life. What I didn't know was what network marketing was. What I didn't know was what comes with it, community, love, value, family, uh, heart. And even in the beginning of my journey, when I was so resistant to it because it was foreign, it was a different language, I had no idea. And when I finally opened up to what was possible, it was incredible. But the greatest thing that this industry has brought me is family, true family, and not necessarily company-based, but industry-based because winning people want people to win. So you might want to write that down, somebody. Like winning people truly do want winning other people to win. And I started seeing these high-level speakers at these events that, that, that and, and I'm setting up kind of where, the, where I'm going with this, but there were people that spoke at such a high level and it really got my attention. And that's when I was introduced to personal development. And I remember having a conversation with my mom and she's like, oh yeah, that self-help, self-help stuff. Like I'm familiar with that. And that sounded ugly to me, but personal development didn't sound ugly. It just sounded foreign. So I did a little bit of like trying to figure out what all that meant. And really what it means is just working on yourself. I mean, I, we could probably have a whole conversation about personal development, but what it means is being willing to work on yourself, you know, period. That's really the end of it. And in that, I've started hearing so many different people that really made a massive impact. And so, you know, the so Garen Jones, who is, um, yes, he's a part of the community in network marketing, but he's also an incredible influencer and a, really a world-renowned public speaker. He's an author. He's an awesome dude. Um, but he's impacted my life in massive, massive ways. And so, you, so I tell you guys that because here we are at this event. I, I usually, I think there's about 1,600 to 2,000 people maybe at these, that those quarterly events roughly. And Joe and I knew of each other, I would say. I was really new to the industry. Um, you, you were a few years in. Um, but I was having this conversation with Garen Jones and my son totally looks up to Garen Jones. And so we had a conversation about Braxton and and you, you can come in and tell me if your story is a little bit different than that. But, but then right after that, Joe has a conversation with Garen and I leave and go to the restroom. It's during a break. I guess I should say that it's during a break. We're going to pause it right there. So, yeah. So I, I see Chaz wrap up with Garen and I, out of respect, I held my space, but I also saw, I knew, I knew Braxton. I saw them doing the phone thing. And I was like, man, like I literally just spoken to my kids and they love Garen and Garen had this like song that like my kids love and then you know the lyrics to it. I was like, how cool would it be? If I can get a picture of Garen 
and him uh, leave a message for my kids too. So I did that. And like, I was like, man, Chaz is doing that. Thank you for like optimizing. I was going to get a picture. Then we did the whole video for him and everything, which was really cool. Um, and then I, I saw Chaz head out. I didn't know where he was going, but I had to use the bathroom so bad. And luckily the stall beside Chaz was open. <laughs> yes, it was, baby. This stall right here is open. And so we have a combo and in full, like, to avoid you guys wondering how that conversation looked at two stalls, the reality was I was finishing up. Joe did what he needed to do. I'm washing my hands. And then really that's where the conversation happened. So, um, because I know people, I know these people, I know my friends and they're like, these dudes were standing there having a full conversation at the stall. No, it did start there. <laughs> Bro talk. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and so we stood in the bathroom and had a full on conversation. And I, what I remember so clearly about that was when we spoke, one of the first things you said was like, yeah, man, like I, I follow your relationship with your son. And I know like how, I don't know the words you use, but basically you were clear on the, on the importance and the priority of my relationship with Braxton, which of course means the world to me because he is my world. Um, and then you being a dad as well and, and, and a husband and, and knowing that that's such a priority to you. I feel like truly, and we've probably talked about this a, a bunch of times. I think that was the connection that still to this point, to this moment, I think is our is one of our deepest connections is authenticity and a love, true love for, for family. Um, and then it's gone on from there. Like, where has it gone from there? From the bathroom, where'd it go? <laughs> Everywhere, man. All over the place. Uh, yeah, man. And I think that's, that's truly why you become one of my best friends because we're so relatable in the fact that, you know, it's God, us being the best version of ourselves for our children, for the ones we love. And then leading that life for others to see what's possible. And you and I are so in alignment with that. And that's uh, one thing I admire about you. That's one reason why I keep you close. Because, um, man, like, that's, that's one thing I've learned. You know, there's the, the cliche quote, you're the average of five people you hang out with. And it's so true. It's, it's so true. Like, I speak like my friends. I act like my friends. I look up to my friends. I level up with my friends. And one of the greatest things, like, like I, I, you guys who follow Chess, you see how much he's constantly hungry to grow, to become more, to do more, to have more, to inspire more. I'm the exact same way. And sometimes I'm not always all the way on, but I can hop on a, a video chat with Chaz is like, oh, that's what I need to recharge, 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 and vice versa. I mean, there's been seasons where I, I've, I've been able to lift you up in seasons as well. And, and I do it selflessly because I know I'm going to need that hand as well. And it's, it's one of the greatest gifts of, of building family and networking these incredible businesses that we get to be a part of. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think about Don Thompson, who's in her own network marketing company that I don't even know what she does, but same thing. Like, I want her to win. I want you to win. And that's, it's, it's wild, man. It is wild. Um, this, I'm just going to share this because it just came to me when you just said that about, you don't even know necessarily what her network marketing industry is. Um, and, and some people, this will, this will like hit home with and some it won't, but I want I want for the person that's listening on the other end, that's just not content in life and realizes there's more that you're worth and that you can do and that you can become. I want you to understand why, like, so I'm going to just share a quick story. So um, Clubhouse, which I've just recently kind of you've become introduced to. Uh, when I first got on Clubhouse, which is a networking tool, it's an audio-based networking tool. And uh, you can connect with people all, literally all over the world. So first couple of weeks, I'm on there on, on occasion, and I somehow see this guy. I'm going to go ahead and give him like all the love and credit. His name is Brad Hagar. It might be Hager. I think it's Hagar. Excuse me. And he was the, the like the admin of this room I'm in listening to. And I just 
a really, I really appreciated and respected the way he spoke. He was classy. So I looked him up. He's a nine figure earner in network marketing. Uh, I'm not great at math. Um, nine is a lot of numbers. That's a, that's a lot of money, you know, and, uh, but he carried himself so well and his profile picture was classy and his bio was classy and clearly I could tell right away he was in the network space. So I followed him. I also followed him on Instagram. And so because I followed him on Clubhouse, you get these notifications and I'm like, Brad is always on. So I'd pop into his room when I can or whatever rooms he's in. And these rooms usually vary from a hundred people to a thousand legitimately. And if he was talking, he was bringing really clean, classy value when he is. And if he's not, he has very valuable people who are speaking. He just happens to kind of host the rooms. And he got my attention, man. He got my attention by how classy he was. And so I tell you guys that because this week I was like, it's funny you just said that about like your circle. Cause I'm like, I want to be in Brad Hagar's circle straight up, straight up, like straight up. So I get on Instagram because you should do things that are scary. And I get on Instagram and I, I like find his account and I like send him an audio message. I'm like, Hey Brad, I know you don't know me. My name is Chaz Foster. I'm also in the network space. Very happy where I'm at. Uh, but I really want to lock arms with just like-minded people who have a desire to grow. I love the way you carry yourself uh, and et cetera, et cetera. Right. And it was probably like a 45 second message. And he messaged me back. Now, mind you, not only does he not know me, but he doesn't owe me anything in this, on this earth. He knows nothing about me. Responds back, said, you know, appreciate, grateful, whatever. And then He's like, hey, jot down my number. Like, I'm in Vegas. If you ever want to, like, let's grab lunch. Let's grab a quick. He said, let's break bread together, grab lunch or coffee. Uh, let's just get to know each other. And if I can ever do anything, for, you know, be valuable to you in any way, like, let me know. It literally leaves me a cell phone number. And that's not a starstruck thing. That's not a name drop thing. That's a when people really care about people, when, like, authentic, good, solid people, successful people, quote unquote, want other people to win as well. So I know that's long, but I, I, I believe it's somewhere someday, and it could be in years from now, somebody will hear this and be in a space where they're, they're, they're apprehensive or they're looking to make an adjustment. And this is not even a network marketing plug. This is simply like when you look elsewhere for something that can bring you the value that could change your life. It's there. You just have to be open to look for it because again, loving, caring, compassionate people want to help other people be loving, caring, and compassionate. So I don't know where that's supposed to land, but it'll land with somebody. And, and it is important to know that, you know, so. Yeah. Well, that lands on me pretty heavy, man. Um, and I, I like the way you put that. At the end of the day, we're all called to be great. And being great is a selfless thing. We're called to be great for others and serve others. And when you can become so great at serving others, man, the fruits become more abundant and sweeter than you ever can imagine. And, uh, you know, we've spoken many times about like our words for the year and things like that. Last 2020 of, of all years, um, before I even knew 2020 was going to be what it was, my word was, a, it's, it wasn't one word, but it was depth in relationships. Um, I woke up in 2019 with my business, just crushing it, doing amazing. It was, it was like this and it was too good to be true. But when I was, as I was going up and I was getting near the top before it peaked out and dipped again, it, when that season was wrapping up, I got to the top. I was like, man, this is cool. But like, I don't have, I have my wife and my kids and not really any friends. Like I know of people, but I don't know what the heck they do when we're not working. And that made me feel really, really little and really, really empty. 
And it made me kind of sick to my stomach that I was impacting a lot of lives, but I knew nothing about them. And I, I didn't know anything beyond who they were, what they did, and what their kids' names were, which is a lot. But I didn't know what their kids did. I didn't know what drove them. I didn't know why they worked where they worked. I didn't mean like, I didn't know anything past like 10 great questions I have that I ask people all the time. And I felt like such a robot. So you know what? This has got to change. If I want massive fulfillment, I got to go deeper and I got to become a great friend to people. And that's, man, this 2020, I focused on, I had all the time in the world, as we all did, to, to become great friends. And we use these great tools like this. And I mean, I think honestly, last year, mine and your relationship really strengthened over the hours we put in together of just talking and, and asking better questions and knowing more and just really talking more whole life and not just always business and not just always goals and things like that. Um, but yeah, man, like we're called to be greats. You got to go above and beyond to be great. Great isn't just like check, check, check. It's done. It's like, okay, what, how do we polish that check to make that sucker shine into seven figures or nine figures? Like, yeah. That's the true formula. Like that's what greatness is to me. Yeah, and, and it opens up doors to to give more greatness to others. Like, I mean, that my heart, like absolutely my heart is to be a generous, radical, crazy, wild giver. And whether that is of my time, my energy, gifts, finances, under you know, uh, privately, publicly, whatever, anonymously. Like I want, and that that is what so when we when you come from that space, I really, really believe that that allows us to be that. For you, it was 2020. For me, it's been in the last few months. I've come at things. I've really, so two different people that are close to me in 2020, they've been close to me forever, challenged me, complete separate parts of my life. Two people asked me the same question in about a three-month period. And the question was, are you having fun? Oh, the answer was absolutely not. Um, I love network marketing. I love being passionate. I was not in a happy place. I was not in a mad place. I wasn't in a happy place. And what brings me joy? Worship music, music in general, country music, worship, everything I'm saying is music-based, connecting with friends. Like, what do I love? I love people, right? Right. And so I love motocross. And so I started like dipping more of my attention into those areas. And because I was challenged by those questions. And so this year I have very intentionally very intentionally done everything with the intent with, with the intent of digging deeper, much like what you just said, you know, getting to know like the root stuff about friends, not because it's on my checklist to do, but because I, because that's what I'm called to do, you know, and it has blessed me in, in more ways than I can, than I could even begin to ex express to you, like the joy of, of loving on people authentically, not that it's ever been inauthentic, but perhaps there was more of like a, it was just something needed to be done, you know, versus right. just like legitimate, just chilling conversations, you know, just hang, not, I mean, just, just chill, just getting to know people. Um, and so, yeah, so that's the way I feel about that. Hey, so I was going to ask you more about your backstory, but give me the cliff notes version, uh, just to respect everybody's time, including yours. Um, and I don't know if I thanked you in the beginning, but thank you for investing in this tonight. Uh, yeah. whatever, whenever it, it's tonight right now, it'll be whenever somebody hears it. Uh, Cliff Notes version, how'd you get ended up in the network marketing space, which would, which will open the door for you to give the backstory on where you ended up, where you are now? For sure. So I'll rewind all the way back from, uh, rewind all the way back to a uh, young Joe soccer star, going to play soccer pro, right? Hurt my knee. I was really, really good at music. My whole family did music. 
I was great at drums. I was playing drums and diapers. I think I wore diapers. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> uh, maybe always could play drums. Anyways, fast forward, hurt my knee in soccer. My dad and I have a, the, the conversation of like, okay, what are you going to do, soccer or music? What, what's, what are you going to invest in? It's time to start making decisions. You're in high school. You know, is, it, is this what you want to do? I was like, you know what? I'm going to do music. I'm going to become a pro drummer. Shortly after, um, I went to this uh, clinic, this drummer, and I made. I told my dad, I'm like, that's it. Pro drums. I'm going to be a professional drummer the rest of my life. I don't know what that looks like. But that's what I'm doing. I'm going to move to New York or L.A. and, and make it big time. Um, so, in order to pursue music in my head at the time, I thought I'd go to college and then at these touring acts, go to the colleges and pick the best drummers, right? That's not how it works, but you could build some great networks in college. Fortunately, I got rejected from the University of North Texas. Um, some irony, my son's baseball team is the Mean Green Eagles. I'm like, dang it, really? So I got to wear the hat right now. That's funny. That's um, funny. So I didn't get in the school of music, but it was the, one of the biggest blessings. So it hurt, it stung. It made me realize that, hey, you got to work really hard for things you want. I hadn't worked hard classically training, but I had a great year and I was really good at making friends. So um, I linked up with some of my best friends that had done great music things and we started a band, rock and roll band. Next thing I know, we're opening up some incredible acts, playing all over Texas. Then we spread Oklahoma, Arkansas. Next time I'm playing all over the US, opening up for some incredible acts and getting to share the stage with legends who I worshiped at that time. Um, and let me rewind at this point in time, I'm 18, 19, 20, barely 21 years old. I'm getting to, to do this, making ridiculously amounts of money that I didn't even know how to handle, spending all of it, um, taking all of it in abundance and gluttony and not understanding what to do with the gift, which once again came to a, a blessing because that first band came to a massive collapse, put me in my space and made me learn, hey, you got to figure out something. If this is going to be a business, it has to be a business. And um, I was like, what do I want? I was like, you know what? What I want is to ride on a tour bus, not have to be the boss and just get to play drums. So I found that gig, but I learned that, that then I had no control. Um, and that band I was working with ended up just being a big party, which that, that got old really quick. Um, so then I also said, okay, well, I want to play this style of music with these kind of people. And, and this is what I want to do. So therefore, I, I manifested the last touring gig I had with a really awesome friend of mine by the name of Johnny Cooper. Got to work with him for five years, tour all over the place. Um, and then during that, I met my wife and fell in love, which was the best thing that's ever happened to me. Um, um, I had my, my first son, our first son, Atticus, which was another one of the best things that will ever happen to me. And then I got the opportunity to move up to a bigger band that was a national level, level touring act and get to be on a bus full time with a great income. And luckily, my wife, who I was dead in time, said, well, check it out. You can take that gig or you can take your family. And that's when things in life got real and really hard and really ugly. And luckily it ended up that way. So I had to truly hit rock bottom and decide that I was going to take my family and not the gig, but all, everything came to another collapse and a big halt. And um, literally I wound up in jail, waking up saying, I'm never going to be in this position again. God, give me a sign. You'll do something different. My, my, my son deserves better. This amazing woman who loves me deserves better. Just like, what, what, I, I want to be great. I want to use these gifts you've given me. Like, just show me the right direction. I'll, I'll do whatever it takes. And um, I didn't, it didn't even make sense. But one of my friends had, had opened up this smoothie bar. And I was like, dude, he's helping all these people. I, I want to, you know, hold up. Yeah. Uh, he's helping all these people. He probably needs someone to work there. I'm going to go apply for a job. And I applied for a job. And he introduced me to his company and said, hey, like, I'm not your boss, but this is an opportunity of a lifetime. Take it or leave it. It's a hundred bucks. And I signed up and here we are today, man. Like 
beyond that, like just what we've become of our friendships of, of meeting people like Chaz and like, it's just, it's unbelievable. And I, I asked for all of it, which is incredible. Yeah. And then I when I started believing, when I started believing I could have it all, that's when it got crazy. And like, here's the thing, you could have everything, but you have to work for it. You have to become the person that attracts and deserves it. And uh, yeah, man, that's, that's the fast version of where we're at today. And, and you know what, like this, this season right now is, I've, I'm being blessed with so much that I've grown to this space. But I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to grow faster to help people grow to where I'm at now, which is it's incredible, man. I love it. So that's the cliff notes of, and here's, here's the really cool thing. Now music, I play music again. I, I have a band I work with that I have full creative control over with my drums. I don't have to play the record. I get to play what I want to play. I get to lead my band authentically and organically every time we play. And man, it's amazing. And I don't have to, I don't, I don't, have, to, I don't have to pay my bills. It's for fun. If we make money, it's cool. It's a bonus. It's, it's incredible. Because it's fun, because you love it exactly and that's so that is so incredibly key um i appreciate you sharing that and i'm and i'm so super like i'm proud that you i'm really proud that you had to make a decision that was tough and you chose to go the route you did because uh, clearly it ended you right you've ended up right where you're supposed to and i think that's there's a lot of power in that um i think that's really really awesome i i one of the things I thought just a second ago, there was something I was going to say. Oh, I, I'm going to say it real quick. So, uh, so one of the greatest things that I'll always value in you, and, and this brings me to my next question, is um, that you really are, you're very, really, you're really, really good with your languaging and your words. And um, not like, because people can say words, but they can also not back them up sometimes. Or people can be really good at words, but really not even necessarily know what exactly it is they're talking about. You're very good at that. One of the, a pivotal point in my life, pivotal point, I actually went, I was live on this, about this on Facebook today, ironically, completely unrelated. I wasn't even about you. It was just about where I was in my life. But there was a season where I decided to take some serious risks. And in that season, it was super, super scary. I had no clue that was going to be part of the story, that it was going to get scary, that it was going to feel alone, that it was going to be feel vulnerable. And, and I, re I remember clearly exactly where I was at. And we were having this conversation on the, I think on the phone. And I said, um, I said, dude, like, it's so uncomfortable. And you said, Chaz, you have asked and prayed for this. You've said to me over and over, hey, Joe, it may not make sense, dude, but I know that for me to grow, I got to get uncomfortable. I mean, those were the words. And this Bro, is you, know, you told me I want this to be so hard. And I remember we're like, oh, it's so hard. I'm like, you said you wanted to be this way, man. Exactly. <laughs> and that was a massive switch in my life. A massive, massive was just to, to, to draw that in so that it makes sense. Basically, what the reality was is Joe's like, hey, you asked for the for the massive discomfort. You asked to go through tough things to become more. And we don't get to determine the way I received that was basically, it's like, we don't gauge what God's going to give you. You asked for it. You don't get to control the exact choreography of it, you know? So, you know, that was just a powerful, a huge part of my life. And now looking at where I'm at today and really the, 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 the roughest season of my adult life, that 16 month period or so, I'm so thankful for it. Dude. Like I'm literally, I was talking to Anna today and I was like driving up here to Arkansas today I was just, I was talking to God. I'm just like, thank you, God. I'm so grateful. So grateful for, for the road. You know what I mean? Like we don't always think the road that gets us there. So um, right. again, powerful in your words. I love the way you speak. Your language is incredible. Where does that stem from? 
just like music, man. It, it all comes from the influence of, of what I put in, what I, what I allow into my ears, what I allow it to accept and come back out of me. Um, and it, it's interesting because these dots are connecting now more than ever growing up. I was around my dad, who was an incredible musician. He played with incredible musicians. So that's what I knew. I knew great music. I knew great mu musicians. I knew great camaraderie of musicians creating together. It's one thing to have a great musician who can like do this, but if the other person's like this, you can't communicate, right? Like you can't do that. So I got to experience that, even though I didn't know what was happening when I was growing through that. So now I'm aware of how that works. So I'm very, very thoughtful with who I'm listening to, who I'm attracted to the way they speak. Matt, I'm talking to one of my really good friends right now. We're talking about the McConaughey's book, Green Light. You too, you're listening to Green Light. Read Green Lights also. I got like four friends reading Green Lights. As soon as I watched Oprah uh, on Apple and McConaughey was on there and he talked about his book, I'm like, I'm buying it right now. I bought it right then. But one of my favorite things about, about that amazing human is his dynamic level of the way he speaks and tells his stories. Oh, it catches you. Like, so But McConaughey, for example, reminds me, don't be the guy that always talks like this, like womp, 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 like be engaging, like talk so people are attracted to hear it. Like if I play this drum beat like this, it would get really old, but I gotta play it dynamically so people are captivated and attracted to the way it makes them feel. Mm -hmm. So languaging, same thing. Like there's some incredible impactors. We, we spoke of Garen Jones. I love the way he speaks. He's way over here, but then I found why he speaks that way. I, I, I dissected where he got a lot of his influence from and, and found his roots and actually got coaching from his mentors. And then I, I listened to people like the Jim Rohn, like the way he speaks. And of course, everyone to, to even you, Chaz, like just there are things and characters that I like. Um, but then when I think about detail of language, my wife has definitely influenced me the most of the way language makes people feel. Um, and that's it, man. Like our words first off affect us, but then they also affect people. And the words we put out affect people forever, the way we make people feel with our language and our words. So that's always been an important thing. I was talking to my buddy Jason Stewart today. Um, one of the first times we had lunch together, he has a son, uh, an amazing, beautiful child with special needs. And he said, he's like, oh, yeah, my son. Uh, or he said, I have a special, special needs child. It's like, no, 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 wait, you have a child with special needs. And he's like, wow, that made me feel completely different because you put my son first and then his characteristics. And that's important, man. It's so important that we think before we speak, because I mean, that's it. Like you have to, it's you can do it. That thing. So if you, if you can do it, why wouldn't you do it? You know, but it's easy not to do. It's really easy not to do. Yeah, what's easy to do is easy not to do. It's, 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 yeah. it's easy to be broke. It's also easy to be rich. It's just a decision. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which, like, which road do you want to go down? That's for sure. Right. Um, I love it. Joe, what do you, uh, where are you in 10 years and why? Oh my gosh. Well, I'll tell you, what, I'll be a lot further than I can imagine in 10 years. Um, because I'm, I've made decisions to grow so much more to help more people. And that's one cool thing about the compound effect with networks. is like, what I envision is incredible, you know, in 10 years, um, complete freedom of time, of, of opportunity to go wherever I want to impact lives the way I want to by design with my wife, with my kids, um, giving my kids the opportunity to do whatever they want, empowering them though to have the power to make powerful decisions with these tools that my wife and I create for them, um, having even more best friends like you, um, being able to speak on greater platforms like this, and maybe this duplicates and goes viral one day, um, 
you know, just really just exuding ridiculously amounts more of greatness than I'm doing right now for everyone else in the greater good of, of, of mankind. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, like you said, winning and having fun tenfold from where we're at today. Yeah, for sure. So that's awesome. And I love that you have a, a pretty confident way of delivering that when I ask the question that just says a lot about your, you have clarity. I know that you have a road that you have a path you're going to take. Now God will determine exactly kind of how that route ends up. Right. But you know what you want and where you're planning on going. And I think that's amazing. And you'll do whatever it is that you want to do. You'll do. Um, if you had some final thoughts to leave somebody with, yeah, as I said, in the beginning of this, my goal always is to bring value. And the value can be in different areas. Like we can talk network marketing. We could talk a meal plan. Earlier today, we're talking about measuring human bodies to, to help them with their, their fitness routines or their health routines, their nutrition routines. And, and you really, there, we could talk about anything, right? But whatever it is that we discuss, whatever the, this, this time together brings, I the biggest goal is that somebody leaves this audio or video and they and they think about where their life is today and what they maybe could do differently for it to become more. So what would your final thought, if you were going to just share something with somebody inspiring from the heart, what would that be? Man, final thought, you, you set it up perfect. Thank you for the perfect setup is you can do anything, but what is that? What, what are you going to do? Like what's, what does next year look like for you? What does five years look like for you? What does 10 years look like for you? and get so freaking clear on what that looks like. Because if it's not clear, you cannot make the map. You cannot figure out, you cannot buy and invest in the habits necessary to get there. You'll keep going exactly where you're going or get burned out because of where you're going now you don't like and end up somewhere completely different that's designed by somebody else. So um, yeah, for, for greatness, we can all be great, but if you can pick your greatness, having fun doing your greatness, if you decide to do that, that's epic life-changing happiness that you will be grateful for for the rest of your life. Absolutely. Dude, I appreciate your time and investment today. I'm so excited for this episode to be out for all of our friends to hear and to see. You guys do me a favor and make sure that you go show some love to Joe. Joe, where could people find you on social media so they can follow along in your incredible journey? And find me on the Instagram, joe.cortezIV. Um, from there, I'm, I'm all over the place, but okay. Instagram first and uh, yeah, so Facebook all that. So. For Thank sure. you for having me on, Chaz. I love you. I love all of you guys. So reach out. I'm, I'm open anytime I'll respond. Shoot me a message. Shoot me a video. Um, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. So thanks for having me, brother. Awesome. You bet, man. Thank you so much. And thank you guys for tuning in this week. Episode 16. Hey, the stall is open. And we'll catch you guys next time. Thanks again, guys. See you later.